so hello everyone good morning good afternoon and good evening based on your time zones i hope everyone is doing good and welcome to the day seven of your cloud computing expert master classes so here we have learned aws first week last two days we were dealing with your cloud cloud secure cloud in the azure terms so we are going to go ahead and get the one your you know uh, one of the idea regarding the azure how to create this thing and all the parts over here so now today this is going to be the day seven okay so in the day seven i'm just writing a very small agenda for here but uh all of us know that we will be covering few more things in today's session so here what i'm going to do is what we are going to cover and what we uh what is the target for today let's just look into that okay now uh i'm gonna go ahead and just talk about that itself okay great so i hope till this point everyone is getting the idea that what we are doing over here now while we will be talking about the day seven day seven is all about introduction to your azure security over here now in the azure security we'll be talking about the protection against security threat on azure we'll be talking about the network security on azure two of the things we will be discussing over here okay on the today's session and so two things but apart from that if we talk about we have to see the your whole monitoring part as well okay so we were discussing somewhere in the monitoring as well so with the monitor part also we have to look into you know that one as well uh like monitor part with that we also be looking into the something which will be like you know your uh other management tools so yesterday if you guys remember we were talking about the cli and powershell so we haven't completely got into the, that particular part itself what it is going to be so still we'll be looking into the few of the factors of that okay great let me just try uh okay i would say right uh okay so what we will do let's just get started so yesterday if you guys remember what we have done we started with the creation of a particular virtual machines so we started with the vm two vm we created one was your window base another one was your linux base okay another one was based on your linux itself so today what we have to do is we will be you know dealing a bit more with them and we will be seeing the different way of finding things running the cli powershell command we were talking a bit about the installing the server getting the connection over here so this was the part of our day six so moving on from there we also you know deploy the web app as well so all those resources we were deploying in a single your resource group so if we have to look into that, let me just take you back to the portal. First of all, in the portal, you can see uh, there should be our resource group and the resource group name should be the your cloud expert masterclass. So in this masterclass, you remember that we have the app service plan, app service, cloud expert masterclass virtual machine one. It's resources, cloud expert masterclass virtual machine two, which was on the Linux. So two of these machines were there. So let me open these machines onto the new tab. I was having this, uh, you know, your web app as well. Let me open that in the new tab again. 
so these machines were there so already in my morning session i was actually utilizing them and that was good because you know i was today talking about this some security tools itself in the my morning session so i think that is going to help you as well so we are going to have web app two virtual machines as well now while we are having this thing we will be going ahead and learning the few more concepts this is the web app which i stopped as well so if i want i can start this as well but today we have you know we don't have to deal with this too much now in this cloud expert machine if i remember this correctly you know again its ip address will be changed so again what i can do i can go here into the rdp connection connect rdp connection download the file again go there connect with this machine and we can connect with this service over here now while you will be going with this particular service there is going to be the, your resources the services that is going to work like this now in this particular part okay this is my machine which i was having in the windows now if you remember yesterday i actually installed the particular your what say what was the name i installed the cli on this one right so if i will open the cmd i was just showing you some commands over there so azure cli we have gone ahead and we have installed into this particular machine itself so right right now if i will be going ahead and i will be you know CLI, Azure CLI over there. So we'll be starting very basic with that, right? We will be just running very, very basic commands and all things over here so that you can understand. And rather than giving you the theory, the slide, I would love to give you these, you know, things practically over here. So first of all, if you remember, we were going with this something you know, yesterday as well. I was running this thing. I was going very first thing was the AZ hyphen hyphen version to check that whether I have the Azure CLI and which version of the CLI is there, right? now so your cli is you know, it is telling you is up to date so i can go ahead and i can have something like you know remember i was telling you you can use find command easy find to give you some example related a particular setting you want or you know let's say that i want you know queries very specifically related to the azure vm so to create vm actually there is the commands like az then vm and then you either do create or something so what are the some popular command related to az vm it will be giving me the some example to deallocate vm you will use this command az vm deallocate hyphen hyphen name your vm name hyphen hyphen its resource group where it belongs to right to create a default ubuntu vm with automatic ssh authentication you will run this command then to start a stopped vm you will run this command so it is some example that it is giving me now let's say that i want to create a vm so you can see First few world always say AZ VM create. So I can run it something like AZ VM create, right? So this I will be putting into the double quotes and run my query again, which is AZ find AZ VM create and start. It is giving me some example again, only the example of how to create the Ubuntu file over there. Same. You can go for the storage, the blob, and all those kind of the scenario over here. Now, if you have to create 
any resource so how we will start with this thing i am just showing you some examples so that you guys can get yourself familiar az vm or oh, first of thing i need to do the login so az login i need to perform now it will be opening up my browser asking me to do the sign in so just give me a minute let me just pause the screen for a minute and from here let me just log in into my account Okay, so I'll be just pausing this screen and just gonna go ahead. Actually, I have to grab my password. You know, I don't remember the password all the time. So uh, my where is my password store? I have to go with that actually. And you know, get the password. Okay, so now I am logged in over here. Now you will see i have been perfectly authenticated over here right so you can close this window or you'll be redirected to the cli documentation page i'm happy that if it will be you know redirecting me to the cli documentation page because that is a very good page to for the people who just getting started with the cli so in one minute it will be restarting me over here now if you will see in here you know, it just, you know, the web browser, it is just going ahead and telling me that home tenant ID name, which subscription I am going with and all that kind of a thing. It is going to be this particular place. Okay. Now you will be just, it will be just letting you know that, you know, you have this thing and you can now start with the, your particular uh, idea that what and how you are going to go ahead. So uh, not here. So this is the first thing. Now it will be taking me to the you know, CLI documentation page. So it is taking me a bit of time. So I'll be clicking on this thing. And here you can see how to download. You have done this thing. Now CLI extension, you can read this thing. How to get started over there. So here it will be telling you like, if you want to see sign in methods. So how to do the sign in. This, you know, these are learn.microsoft.com. They will be having everything that you need to do. Like, you know, I was talking about the easy login. This is going to be in there. You can directly provide your username and password as well in the query itself. Now, what you have to do is, you know, some as you know, uh, your resources, they will be talking about that, how you to work with that and, you know, how to work with the different, different scenario over there. So it will be talking about with the whole scenario, AZ login. If you have multiple tenants ID, you know, you can go ahead and run those queries over there one by one. Now, what you have to do once you are logged in, you will be going ahead and you will be picking up few other resources on the way right now let's say that you are looking to go ahead and create some resource like very simply a resource group so what you have to do you know you will be going in there and you will be starting with this something like uh, uh, not here az now what we want to do, we want to go ahead and we want to create some simple resources. So we will be going with the AZ group and create query. AZ group create name we will be giving, what name we want to give over here. So hyphen hyphen name and the name of resource group like CLI group one, right? Like this. Now, in which location you want to give this particular, uh, your resource want to create this one, hyphen, hyphen, location, and then we can give the like, East US, 
right? This is the you know, ECS one, two, three, you know, different one are there. So ECS one, we want to go with that. So you will enter this thing. Now, okay, oh, sorry, not the one. We should have, shouldn't have used the one. So only the East US, it will be, you know, referring to the, your first location itself. So only that should be enough. Yeah. Now what I did, it goes ahead and it created a resource group for us right now i want to verify this thing right so we created a group although this has given me in the json format that what you know it what it has done it has created the resource group over here now what we can do we can go ahead and we can type something like az group and list az group list and enter so actually i am having lot of groups right so you can see uh, a lot of name will be popping up like one is key vault application gateway right uh, your okay where is the name network watcher test so this is the cli group on which we created right but if you are not familiar with the json you might see this is a very confusing task so what you can do here is we can go on to the your again documentation page so there should be this something like you know for view as well yeah this is like one output format if we want to change the format what is going to help us right for json format hyphen hyphen output you can use in json format colorized json format yaml format how you want the output to be so like azvm list and after that you can put the particular way that how you want your resource to be displayed over here so you will be going on like this particular one like hyphen hyphen output and choose any of these format like colored json colorized json if you want to go with you will select this thing you will go with this hyphen hyphen list hyphen hyphen output and your like you know what was that json c and enter now in the colorized format you will be getting the your resource over here but still the people who don't understand that how json look like it will be a bit confusing for them so we want some other method as well like you want yaml if you can understand yaml i think better will be that table format right so you can go ahead and we can change it to the table easy to understand hyphen hyphen output in the table format now these are the list of my resource group you can find your resource group over here okay and this is how you will be working over here so cli the group one which you are having you will be working with this so you get all these kind of a resource over here now you know there is no shame like you can't remember each and every command to be honest even i can't remember each and every command right so i am uh just simply the linux commands that i buy uh you know my storage account in my mind that has you know it has to keep all the data all the details so i can't remember each and every command from the linux from the windows from the cli from bash uh aws it also has its own command so i can't remember everything so you know trust me i also take the you know, bit of a help from here 
right so this is something that you will be doing and the people who is working with them on daily basis they will be remembering all the things so same thing if you have to run that how to create a resource or start a resource you will be going ahead and you will be just simply uh you know things searching like how to delete resource now you can search same here as well that how to delete resource as well so how we will be deleting a resource you can go ahead and simply uh we will be going with this thing okay so i can have the list of the you know, group over here in the format of you know table or i can have it on the format of list as well right so this is going to give you the you know okay list is not a full valid format so you can see the allowed format is these table tsv none okay great so what we have we have these kind of the idea going on now which resource group you want to delete again find is something that will be helping you az find and you can search az group related queries az group right so it will be giving me the help so check if group exists group wait group update okay no delete so you know i can understand az group delete and then you have to grip the name of the resource group usually so what we will be doing you know either i can search for that but directly i will do something like az group delete okay hyphen n with the name and the group name okay so group name was what cli group one okay so i will write cli group one yes i want to perform this operation okay now as you can see operation has been performed so i will go ahead and i will be simply working with this again like cli uh i see group output table if i run this command right now you will see that cli is missing from this part right so azure cli group has been deleted from this particular picture over here so we can have the queries like this to run now what else i can show you if you remember we were having the powershell as well right so i could search for the same thing i can go to the google right now right and in there i can search the same documentation for the powershell that how to install the powershell module over there like you know you can simply search install powershell for azure on windows so already in the windows you have the powershell so how will be installing the module it is where you know it will be focused so follow these steps it will be just working over here directly now you can run the powershell through the powershell as well you can run these queries these commands but i'm not going to do that means directly to install in anything why because we have the third option as well so now this powershell that i was showing you it could be installed on the windows on the linux on the mac os anywhere and this is the second option okay in the you know scripts we will be talking about first is always management portal second cli third is powershell fourth option that you will be seeing in here is going to be the while you are if i'll be taking you back to the main windows right and i will be taking you to the management portal itself
So what we are going to have, let me open a new tab, okay, of home. And we have this cloud shell button on the top, just right next to the search bar. So you'll click on that. Okay, I will increase the size of the screen. Requesting a cloud shell. Okay, what it will do when you will be creating this for the first time, it will be asking you to create a storage account. So just go with the default setting, click on that button and it will start running this whole thing at once. Now you are requesting a cloud shell. It is succeeded. And now, you know, you can run on the both. Now this is a cloud shell means in a browser it is running. So in reality, if you have to understand its architecture, think like this. There will be some server on which it is running for you and then giving you the connection. Right now I have both option here. Either I want to go with the PowerShell or the bash or from here itself. I can run the both command. No need to change anything. Oh, so from here you will go ahead and you can start running your queries related the same. Right. So just like we were going with the your uh, CLI, there is going to be the PowerShell as well. So what we have, we are going to call them the commandlets. If you are familiar with the PowerShell, I just simply call them the commandlets and you know, it will be helping to do the same thing. So again, you know, what you can do, you are on the particular part, so you can import the Azure commandlets over there, right? And you can work with that as well. Like, you know, if you are on the PowerShell, you can run something like, okay. So bit of the, if you will see, I should be supposed to write here, but it is showing it over here. So sometime in the CLI, you might say the UI problem. So in that case, just click on the power button and restart it again. Okay, this is just connecting. Let me just type and check whether it is working fine or not. It is working fine. So let me just, you know, it is just auto completing the commands for me. So I'm just going with the, you know, simple, simple commands, checking whether it is working properly or not. So I'm going to do something like import module. Okay, import module and then, you know, let's say easy. Right. So it is already going to have that AZ module over here. So we don't actually need to do this thing, but I already run this command. Then you'll be doing, so after this, you'll be doing something like, you know, connect AZ itself. Okay. Next query will be your connect hyphen AZ account, which we again don't need to do because we are already logged in over there. Now you'll be choosing your subscription to work in and, you know, start working with that. And all these kind of the things will be over there. Okay. So what we will do here is now, you know, we will start with the, the resource group list that what we were having over here. So why don't we start working with them? So if in here as well, if I will open this thing that, uh, you know, search for the Azure PowerShell guide. So what if we will be getting the, uh, for the Google, just a minute, let me just go to the Google. Okay, we'll be going for the PowerShell documentation over here. So in the PowerShell documentation, same thing. View, get started, download, everything will be there. How to install, right? Authentication method, credential concept, deploying the resource and everything will be there. Some samples, view, format, output, like we were seeing just last time. Same thing is going to be in there, right? How you'll be writing things. So how to get the list, which format are there, right? 
but table format get azvm list of the vms you want to get so get hyphen azvm let's say this time i want to run this command so i can copy this go back in here paste it get azvm right so it will be going ahead and by default in the format of list it will be bringing this one in front of you so you got the list of the all my virtual machine that is in there okay in which machine which place what what the name nic provisioning zone all the details it will be bringing in front of you right so also what we can do is we can go with the something like if we want to get the resource group so we can go and do something like get hyphen az resource group resource group and now what it usually do it is auto completing now that is so here you can see the format that you are getting a list you are getting over here now if i have to change it to the format table uh, yes abraham like i was telling you that inbuilt power shell module you can use it okay and you need to just install the module that's why in the beginning i was showing you that how to install it so you will be going with the guide onto the install how to install it on the window if you go over there this will be guiding you that your inbuilt powershell command that you have you can use it i was telling you that i am not going to go ahead and install the powershell module okay you can do it by yourself i am just showing you the command via the cloud shell which was the another option right so we are going to have this thing so i'm not showing you that you know through the your inbuilt powershell command you can do it but the commands will be same this is the cloud shell third option okay so till now we have seen three options first is the your portal management portal that ui which is this one second through the cli and third is going to be through the powershell right now and fourth one is this thing cloud shell so four ways of doing the same thing right this is going to be in there so this is the first thing then if you remember i just opened the format command that how you can get the format over here so it will be telling you that you need to use something like format hyphen table right which will be telling you that in table format i want to see my resource get az resource group put a pipe in between and then format table right so we can have something like this running and in the form of table, you will start getting the list of your resource group, right? So this is going to be the your way of doing it. Now, if you will, you want to create something, you can create a resource group as well. Like, uh, how? Uh, new. You can see whole resource new AZ resource group hyphen location where you want to deploy it and you can give the name so i can go by this as well new az resource group resource group and whole thing so you'll be going like this hyphen location hyphen hyphen name what you want to give the name so i can change change it like you know hyphen name powershell group one right so this is something that what we can have and then simply enter this thing and it will be creating a successfully quickly created a 
resource group for us. Again, I can check it with the get age resource group and there is going to be the your this is the one PowerShell group one in the central US that what we have created over here. Now, same thing. If you want to remove this group, what you will be doing, you'll be having the command. Yep, remove hyphen az resource group. Right now, you'll be giving the name hyphen name. Then group name is ps group one. And we can force this job as well, you know, force delete as well. But I don't want to do the force delete. I will simply going to delete it. Type Y for yes, that I want to delete it or not. So it will take its time and then delete the group. Right. And you are getting the things like this. Now, if I will be switching back to the PowerShell, what is the benefit of going with the cloud shell itself? So it will be them by being in the beginning, you will be choosing which default mode you want. Like I was choosing the PowerShell. So I can run the PowerShell command from here as well. And with that, I can do one more thing. I can go ahead and have group like the AZ. Run the command like AZ group list output table. So from this blue PowerShell screen from the CLI, I can actually go ahead and run my query and get the list as well. So from the same screen in the cloud shell. So what we are having, we are having this is the cloud shell, which is in the portal. So we have seen CLI, we have seen PowerShell, and this is the cloud shell. So best, you know, best part regarding the cloud shell is you can run the from the same page here, you can run this query as well, which is in the bash, right? So I don't need to switch the your, you know, uh, cloud shells pattern from PowerShell to bash all the time. I can run my query from this PowerShell window as well. Over here, if you want to run, you can do that as well. Right? So through the PowerShell, you can do a number of things. You can run the VM server. You can add the you know, VM server. You can change their configuration. You can go ahead, add the disk, delete this, you know, populate thing, initiate the disk. All the things can be performed with the help of these PowerShell. So this is just the very bit of the other introductions that you have over here to go ahead and work with the your PowerShell. Now, one more way I will be telling you, you know, although that was not the, you know, uh, originally I was thought that I'm going to tell you, but here is one more thing in the your Azure. That is, you can deploy resources directly via JSON. And why I'm talking about this. So this is my virtual machine, right? And if I have to explain this thing, this is nothing but a kind of a code this virtual machine that in this format that you are seeing it is nothing but the code right and even this whole machine i can give you in the json format so here you will see a json view button you can click on that and you can simply go ahead and have the whole thing for yourself so you can have this thing you can go there and you can just simply tell that this is nothing but your but this is nothing but your JSON format, this whole machine. Now, how to create it? It is called your infrastructure as a code. You can define your whole infrastructure as a code itself. 
right so what you can do you need to go ahead and you need to just define this thing in the json format and this is what is required of you now for doing this thing if someone wants to really learn this thing okay one thing is you know i create a resource this is having different things like network interface card it is part of a network subnet and everything you can go here on the left hand side you can export its template as well right if you want to learn about this now based on the you know your uh, format of the uh, your you know api which it is using the whole format is going to depend over here but simply if you want to download it you can download it as well okay now if you have to deploy your template so what we will be calling it we will be calling it a template so what we are going to deploy we are going to deploy a template so deploy a custom template okay and this is a place for the beginners where you guys can actually learn that how you will be working with the your particular uh, json or the json format so you can build your own template in the editor there are some samples of common template you can even go and get few of the quick start templates from the github and other places as well this is helping you to understand that how you can write something so the whole infrastructure like virtual machine vnet disk you can define them as the json as well like if you want to go ahead and build your own template in the editor you will be seeing this kind of a format over here so right now the schema that which we are using that is going to be a bit important over here based on this you are going to define the format so like this format is going to be different than the one you know if i will having the api format of 1 1 that is going to be different now what you want to do is you want to say let's just say you are learning something so it is a bit helping you out you can select a resource i can select it like uh, right what that expert master class and click on ok now what it will do it will give you the idea that how this is going to be there so there are different part if you are familiar with the you know json parameter part here you are defining the resources and there could be the variables as well but right now this is how it is going on so api version this it is using it depends on azure you know we are saying azure master class which kind of resource i am deploying you know microsoft network virtual networks okay location wherever you are deploying you know if i'm deploying it in a specific resource group whatever is its location pick that one up right what should be its displayed name its properties its subnet right so from variables it is asking okay so you must need to define the variables so here are the variables okay so variable has been defined like network address azure express class prefix so when we are talking about the address that you will be giving it it will be using the variable address prefix variable this so if i want to change it and make it like 10 dot 10 dot you know 0 dot 0 slash 16 so i will be keeping it like this then subnet 1 it should be with the name 10 dot 10 dot 0 dot 0 slash 24 then subnet 2 it should be with the name 10 dot 10 dot 1.0 slash 24 like this so you can have variables as well whose value will be put up over here right so you can have this kind of a thing and you can click on simply the save 
okay this is my customized template which resource group you want to deploy onto the cloud expert masterclass in the central india region automatically it is picking this one up why because we have set wherever the location resource group dot location so wherever the location of resource group the my resources location should be the same next review and create and you know you can go ahead and create this whole thing at once and it will be deploying a particular virtual network for you so similarly you can deploy the your particular other resources as well virtual machine and everything so you know more you will be moving more you will be learning these are the different formats that you will keep getting over here right so this is going to be the one part that what we have over here okay so this is the one thing that we have learned so json templates as well we can use to go ahead and deploy our resources over here right so this is the few things again that we are using this thing right now this was the one thing second okay so i think till this point everyone is good and we can just go ahead and we can look into the some other solutions as well okay so now right now if i will go back in here okay a few machines web app everything let me open them over here now when we talk about the your cloud you know you will be running multiple software in there and then this will become more complex now what you want you want to gain visibility into the health performance and application hosting environment of your resources over here and you want to go with the lot of the different different you know issues if there are there you want to quickly check for the outage if anything is there any future plan down time is there you want to monitor your resource that at what particular time what it is doing so what you can do you can use some of the services which is given by the your you know azure itself so that you know, even uh, as you will be helping you out with the, you know, like what kind of spending you are doing, uh, how you can make it better. If there is any regional outage with the service health, it will be letting you know that, you know, uh, uptown, downtown time, all these kind of a things. You can diagnose an issue, you know, uh, what issues could be there. So all those kind of a things are going to be in there. So first of all, there is going to be the one product, which is the your Azure advisor. Okay, let me just check whether it is coming uh, under on the left hand side. Oh, great. So very first one is going to be like, you know, your Azure advisor tool that is in there. Okay, just give me a sec. Great. So first service that we will be looking into the, it is going to be the your Azure advisor over here. So with the Azure advisor, what we are going to do is, we are going to go ahead and you know first talk about this so in the azure advisor it is going to be kind of you know your virtual assistant over here now this virtual assistant it will be helping you out and you know tell you that what should be your approach if any service you are running and you are not running it in a very optimized way due to which you are just getting you know more of your charges over there or your availability is being impact or your performance is down 
right and your architecture is like you know high availability is not there due to that your you are not fault tolerant there is no proper disaster recovery for you security is also compromised of your resources so it is going to let you know that okay where you are lacking so that advisor will help you to improve your first of all reliability then security then performance cost and even the you know when you achieve all this thing automatically you will be getting the operational excellence over there now Reliability means making sure to improve the continuity of your business critical, critical application. Security, it used to detect the threat and vulnerability that might lead to the security breaches. In performance, it will be used to improve speed of your application. Then the cost, it will be used to optimize and reduce your overall spending over there. And in the end, there is going to be the, simply the operational excellence. So it will be used to, you know, help you achieve a process and workflow efficiency, resource manageability and best deployment practices over there. So first thing is this. Now, when we will be looking into this one, where it was, let me take you to the portal. In the portal on the left hand side, you can see your advisor. Right. So this is going to be the advisor score over here. So, you know, it is a bit changed from the screenshot. Okay, screenshot is a bit older one over here. So you can see it is successfully refreshed the recommendations over here. My advisor score is already 83%, right? So what it is suggesting, I am almost following them. So in security, I'm lacking like, you know, I'm only 13%. Means I need to improve the security. So cost, I'm using the 100%. Reliability is kind of your, again, 100%. Operational excellence, 100%. Performance, your 100% cost, reliability, you know, reliability is saying use net gateway for outbound connectivity, operational excellence, performance, no recommendation, cost, no recommendation. In security, it will be having much or, you know, very, I think 43 suggestions for me, right? So it is telling me SQL database should have vulnerability finding result. Okay. Endpoint protection should be installed on the machine. One virtual machine is affected. File integrity monitor should be enabled on the machine. So it is not enabled onto the two virtual machine. So it is giving me the advisor. You know? So cost based recommendation. Anything that it can give me, not right now. Security related, around 43 recommendation. If you will see, it is giving me. And actually it is coming from the another security service, which is known as the Microsoft Defender for your cloud. Right, so it is giving me those, you know, actually the services, but in one place, if you want to see, this will be there. Operational excellence, performance, and then there will be the all recommendation that is there. So it is giving me, it is going to give me this kind of the idea that, you know, you should be doing this particular thing. Now, this is only the one solution that you are seeing in front of you. Similar to this, there is something else which is known as the monitor service over here. Now, monitor is actually a platform for you to collect, analyze and visualize the potential, you know, uh, and potentially taking some action based on the matrix and logging data from your Azure environment over there. Right. So, you know, when we are talking about the monitor service or the, you know, your uh, advisor service, these come under the, you know, bit of the security part itself that we are working over here right now. 
So here we are just going ahead and you know we'll keep talking about these things. So in application insight log analytics, what it is doing, this is going to just give you the idea that how it is going to work. So if I will talk about this, you know, this thing Azure monitor, it can work with the different things like metrics for your resources or logs for your resources. It will be seeing that, you know, application system from the operating system, from resources, from subscription. So it helps to maximize availability and performance of your application and services, right? It is going to gather the data and monitor resource from the Azure monitoring services. So well, you know, in the CIA, which is in the security, availability is obviously a you know, very important factor. And if your resources are available, obviously your performance is going to improve over there, right? Now, what you can see with the monitor service, what you can do, you can actually collect the log from the different kind of the resources over there from the different layer, right? There would be like application layer, operating system, Azure resources, Azure subscription, tenant, right? Everyone is going to do some task onto the your Azure environment. Now, you need to enable the logging that, you know, go ahead and collect the log from the different places, right? Then, you know, once you have that, you have, you know, number of different ways actually with the monitor service in which you can see real time and historic performance across each layer of your architecture. And you can get the aggregated value over there. Now, each layer will be telling the story for the different kind of the audience over here. And you can get the overall idea that what is going on with your service. And if you will see here something like, you know, what you can have application insight. Remember yesterday with the web application, I was telling you, so you can look at what my application is doing with the log analytics, any service like SQL, or if I am having like, you know, SQL, uh, storage account, virtual machines, these all things can go ahead. And these all things can help you out with the understanding of that, how the particular, you know, uh, going to give you the understanding that how the particular service is working, collecting the logs from there, you know, keeping eye tracking them. Then basis of that, you can create these some smart alerts as well. Right. You'll be creating these smart alerts like, you know, if someone stopped my virtual machine, send me the alert, started my machine, send me the alert. If, you know, based on metrics that which we were talking about, if someone is sending the, you know, uh, data, data exfiltration is happening, my network output is increased, right? So give me the alert. So those kind of the things are going to be there and you can add some action that needed to be taken if specific kind of event it happened. And you can add those matrices and customize the dashboard of your Azure portal itself. So while what I'm talking about is if I will take you to the portal here in that particular part at the home page, if you go from here, you can see the dashboard. Okay, here we will be selecting our scope. Let's say, for example, this uh, first virtual machine. I will be selecting this virtual machine. Now, there will be multiple matrices on a basis of which you can just go ahead and create or have a return card, like, you know, your CPU credit remaining, or there will be like inbound flow, network in total, network out total. So I can have the you know, figure like this. What is my network out total over here? So you will be having the graph like this. So I'm having the sum of that. I can have the 
average value of that or I can have the minimum or the maximum value chart as well in the aggregation so I am just like right now going with this sum right or I can change my matrix as well like I can go ahead and select something like your percentage CPUs you have this you can create this one you can add the one more over here and with the one more uh, you know this is the first matrix that you have and again I will click on this add matrix button now I can compare it with the your second virtual machine in the same resource group I will uncheck this and select the other virtual machine okay now now you will see two different machines are being compared side by side okay both of these are self-selected and compared side by side you can go ahead and you can just change the you know your charts as well like uh, line chart you don't like so you will say i want the area chart or you'll be saying that i want the bar chart or you can say that i want the scattered chart okay whatever you like you can pick that particular one up let's just go with the bar chart here okay so two three now this thing what i can do i can save it to my dashboard pin it to the dashboard over here if i want to okay the dashboard which i was showing you earlier so to that so to that dashboard i can pin it if i want to that pin it to dashboard which one private one i have the my dashboard too i can go in there and can pin it over there okay like i will i can pin it over there pin to the dashboard i can go to the home select it go to dashboard and if i will change it to the dashboard too you can see average comparison that is going on over here right so i can edit it make it like this and make it landing page so that my admins they directly have the idea what is going on with the particular machines over there now so you will be noticing one simple thing that cpu2 most of the time going up why the reason is you know it is only having the less lesser of the cpu and only two gigs of ram and you know it is being used uh, almost all you know high at the different different points itself so you can get these kind of a chart over here and not only that if i will create another chart a new chart i want to create okay let leave this here so what i can do is i can create an alert rule for this one as well like i can define that if suddenly my network out total goes beyond a particular you know let's say 10 gigs in one day 10 gb check in every one hour two hour 30 minutes like that so you can define a particular threshold value so you know you can select it like a byte threshold value check in every five minute or you know look back into the five minute period and if there is a threshold which will be going ahead i can decide that you know send me there will be some action group that i have created like this one so with this kind of a text you know these group i have created that you know email addresses i can put i can create some logic apps some automations as well i can run over here even i can raise service ticket with the help of these action group that you know i you know like right now i have only configured that alert me via the mail you can opt for the options like you can go ahead and send the sms you can send the call as well voice call also is the option over here 
Now you can take action like you can run some Azure function. If this happened, you can run webhooks and you can go with the something like logic app, automation, uh, ITSM service ticket you can raise. So these kind of thing also you can go and do this in the alert kind of a thing. One option is that. Okay, I'm not doing all these things. Just telling you these options, what these options are. Same, you can go and view some logs as well. So, you know, what kind of logs I'm having with this account or this subscription right now, all will be in front of you. So, I have some SQL servers and I initiated some settings over there. With that, I'm getting the Azure Diagnostic here, uh, you know, table as well, where SQL server related data, diagnostic data from there is going to be, yeah, it's going to be in there. From the survey, uh, there is one database which I'm running. It is going to collect that, you know, some of the logs from there. Same, some virtual machine related logs. Event, heartbeat, performance, syslog, update, update summary, IIS logs, all these are going to be in there. There is also going to be the your custom logs like Azure Network, Nginx logs that I was collecting in my another session. So different logs are there. So on the basis of those logs as well, if I want, I can create the alert rules. Okay. There is going to be then your, you know, service health and all is also the here. The part of this, we can have the activity log as well. So someone started a machine, stopped a machine, delete anything, doing anything, create a new user delete a user all these things will be making sense of becoming a part of this over here that you know you will get everything that is happening over there you can get the logs of that you can take a look what kind of the logs and operation you are having here so you can take a look how long ago and all right okay so as you can see different different operations were being done over here so we are having these lists on the basis of this as well you can create alerts so this will be the alerts section right now now uh total five alerts has been fired till now actually there were three rules two i deleted one i didn't delete till yet but if you want to go ahead and create some resource like for this virtual machine if I want to create a rule, I can go ahead and create a particular signal. I can choose, see all signals. Okay, from here, I will limit my search to the signal type, activity logs. And I can select that for all administrative tasks. I'm gonna start this VM, stop this VM. I want to take some action. Again, I can select my action group. If you want to create a new action group, you will click on this button, which will give you the option of notification which kind of notification you want, email, SMS, you know, different kind of the, the actions, what action you want to take, run, you know, pass it to the event hub, function you want to run, ITSM you want to run, logic app, webhook, what you want to run over here, right? So these options are going to be in there when you want to configure an alert rule with the monitor, right? So anything that is happening, you can see that, you know, some of the actions has been fired in the past, related to the different resources that were out there. Now, when you are seeing all these things, these are the alert and again, from the monitoring page, you are just simply sending these things over here, right? 
So you can have the idea over here and you know, uh, this is what this service is all about. Now, what we have, this is the monitor service update. Just an overview we are giving you that what is the service, how it will be working over here. Okay, so if you want to use them into the service in the security part for monitor getting the alert, we can use this as well. Now, apart from this, one more thing, Azure Service Health, right? So now you are using the Azure. Let's say that you hosted your whole web application over there. How would you guys feel if you are unable to get your web application? Okay, what will be your feeling? Right? So you are not able to do this and you will be gutted about this. And this could be due to the N number of region. Might be your service is down in that particular region. Web app is not working. Okay properly so this could be the end number of region and this is where the role of your azure service health will be popping up so what you have is that you know it can tell you about the azure service issues what is going to be in there so it provide a personalized view of health of your azure services regions and your you know, uh, Azure services, Azure health. Uh, this is going to give you the idea about the region resources that you rely on, and it will give you the full picture why it was not you know even there. So anyone who has in the past received or notification or try to get the idea that you know if you were trying to access some Azure and it was giving you the error, like I remember a few years ago. Uh, the whole teams, uh, your Xbox, your Azure storage services, they were down, right? So there was some problem over there, right? And anyone who remembers such kind of a thing and the reason behind it. So earlier in the portal menu, there used to be the service health, but right now you will see you can't find it. Okay, either you can search it over here or under the monitor, you can go there and you will find the service health here. So when you jump into the service health, you can see, is there any service issue in the eight region where my resources are? Okay. There are all 230 services and no service issue found right now. So you can check past issue in the health history. If you will look into this one, you can download this as a summary as well in here, right? The whole summary, you can track that what was happening over here you can have a whole idea you know you can you can you see the uh, download summary over here my there was one my window machine that was affected over here global impact region you know no impact to me conditional access policy changes were going on and due to that some of the impact could be there so rca policy was being changed sign in issues that was there post incident reviews, you know, a lot of things that is going there. So you can go and tweet on the Azure support. So these kind of things, the health and health history is going to be in there to protect you or give you the idea that what is going on. So this was just the, you know, we started with this service issue. Okay, let's just check, is there any planned maintenance? So what it is doing, it is automatically selecting the eight region where my resources are right now. Now, all the services in there, that if there is any planned issue that was there, no. Plan maintenance, none. Any health advisory that is there, okay, for my reasons or anything, no. Any 
security advisory that has been deployed for my resource, which you know where I have deployed. No, so it's just kind of the you know your guide which is helping you that you know do this thing and you will be protected over there. So this is going to be the you know few parts that is going to be running you know simultaneously with us at the different points over here. Now this is the one thing that what we are looking into the and what we are seeing detecting as well. So out of this I think one of the thing is which can help us is the monitor. So monitor is going to play an important role in your security part security region as well. Now after this what we will or where we will be going we will be jumping onto the Microsoft Defender for cloud which many of you will be knowing with the name uh, what we used to have security center if you go around one and a half year ago its name used to be the security center right the name of this now has been changed into the microsoft defender for cloud right so this is going to be the one part that is going to be in there and still in many of the extension it is going to be you know still talked like the it is the your Defender for cloud. Okay, so you many times in the security region and all you will be finding out that this is going to be the your Azure security center. So it's no longer the Azure security center. It become your uh, Microsoft Defender for cloud service and where you will be seeing this if you go to the home top here and you will be seeing it onto the your Defender for cloud section over here. Right now, the name security center, if you have heard over there, so this is going to be the here. First of all, when we are talking about the Azure security center over here, this is going to be a monitoring service, or we can say a monitoring tool which is going to give you the visibility onto the security posture across all your service over there, right? And it will be, you know, a service. If even if either it is on the on-premise or either it is in the Azure itself, we will be talking about them, you know, over here. So with this, we are looking for the Azure security centers that is out there. Now with the Azure security center, when we are talking about uh, you know this scenario this security center or we can say the defender for cloud over here you can actually go here and you know security posture means if you had a term you know it is mentioned in this you know, defender for cloud page as well and that is what is that term that is your uh, Microsoft and then they will be writing like the cloud security posture management tool cspm okay had this term cloud security management tool posture management tool okay sometime you might have heard this term so it is gonna go ahead and it is going to check the posture so infrastructure that you have created okay microsoft we can always say is following your rules governance and compliance having a secure infrastructure but you are the one who is creating the infrastructure on top of that and if you are creating the infrastructure on top of that that means that 
your security or the infrastructure that you have created it should be secure as well as there will be vulnerability in the design or anything attacker can take advantage and compromise your infrastructure itself so while we are having these you know simple kind of these scenarios which is working like this so with this particular security center you can see it provide you a monitoring tool that provide unified security management and advanced threat protection it does not matter whether they are on the azure or on the on premise wherever they are it will be just providing you the security over there now one security center what it can do it can monitor security settings across your on premise and your cloudworks itself and it can automatically apply those required settings onto the new resources if it want it will be providing you these some recommendations as well that you know what to do and how you can improve the score and all those kind of the scenarios over there so it will be giving you all those kind of thing it can help you to detect and analyze any potential inbound attack help you to investigate threat post breach activity it can help you to protect your workload with these things like just in time access file integrity checking all these kind of scenarios it can go ahead and work with as well even it can use the machine learning to detect and block your malware you know from being installed onto your virtual machine and from the other on, on the other resources as well so we can have this whole uh, you know infrastructure for the you know, microsoft defender for cloud itself right so this is you know few things that is going to be in there so as we can see that this is going to be a more of a capable solution that is going to work over there, right? So remember this thing and you know, like I was telling you, file integrity checking as well, it can do. So it can do let you know that what is going ahead and how things will be helping you in the different condition, different situation itself, right? It is going to, you know, be a CSPM tool. So rather than having a third party you know working for you you can use this whole thing at once right so we have the microsoft defender tool and you will be seeing it will be giving you a secure score as well which will be letting you know that how well you are doing right now in terms of your security posture management over there so this is going to be the few things that you have to keep in mind as well so we were talking about its capabilities right so if we'll be going with this whole so, uh, definitions and all so you will notice that first it can help you with the policy compliances so defender for cloud it's you know it can help you to apply some policies now with those policy you can monitor the policy and run something like you know uh, you can have the across the management if you want to deploy some policy like you know in term of policy you can deploy something like you want to check whether your infrastructure is pci dss uh you know compliant or not so you can apply a policy on the resource group level on the subscription level or uh, you know your whole tenant level itself and check whether you are pci dss compliant iso 2700 compliant or not so it can do that kind of the task for you with that it can give you the security alerts as well so if someone is trying to do perform the you know on your web application someone try to do a sql injection it can detect that okay if someone is doing the brute force attack so it can also detect that kind of a thing as well now in the front page itself you'll be seeing something like secure score so it is going to assess your security posture 
okay then check for the any security issues that is in there and then find all those things where you are lacking or not on the basis of that it will be giving you some score that this is going to be the you know something that you are having as a problem over here right and what you can do with the secure score you know you can assess the security issue aggregate all the finding and you can give some score that you know we are going to give you 10 marks or 10 percent for this one okay and you know you if you will be doing like multi-factor authentication enable your score will improve so these kind of thing it will be you know, doing that that will be the recommendation part but yes i'm just simply saying it will be giving you a score it will give you the resource security hygiene means it will provide security visibility and recommendation to you right it can give you that if you apply any policy how much compliant you are okay and it can help you with the continuous assessment of your resources over there that how they are going to be accessed, how they are going to work. So it will be working with that. With that, according to your infrastructure that how you have deployed, right? I have deployed SQL Server, VMs. Based on that, it will be simply giving me the recommendations that, okay, you know, uh, based on your existing workload and with the instruction, you know, implement this thing according to, you know, this particular scenario. So this is going to be the one thing. Then it is going to give you the threat protection as well. So with the threat protection, what we can have is, you know, uh, it can work with the Microsoft's threat intelligence. If it will detect any of the malicious IP addresses, try to connect to your sources, it will give you those kind of the alerts as well. So this is going to be the overall your Microsoft Defender service, which will be helping you to improve your security posture management and your different resources as well. So in here, if we will come back onto the your portal page, you can see that this is what it is going to do over here. So when we are talking about this thing, so if you have the free account, first time on that, you know, what you have to do if you are on the home page, go to portal menu. On the left hand side, you will be finding something like Defender for Cloud over here. Now, when you are going to be on the Defender for Cloud, this is the overview page and this is that security posture as you know, secure score that we were talking about, right? Now, when we are talking about this thing, if you will notice, uh, yeah, here, update to new Defender, Cloud Security Posture Management. So I was telling you that this is a CSPM tool, Cloud Security Posture Management tool. So what it is going to do, it is going to allow you uh, to manage your, you know, check your security posture. And remember that when we are talking about this thing, First time when you will be visiting this page, it will be asking you to do something like up upgrade button will be there. So when you click on that upgrade, it is going to be like, you know, your 30 day free trial that will be activated with this one, right? And so once you will be activating 30 day free trial, you can get the whole security posture and all around the, your other sources that what needs to be done and how these things need to be done over there. Now with this one, here is your security posture score and you can see you know actually what they have done a new thing over here that now not only azure if i will go to its setting option you now can onboard your aws your google cloud platform these environments as well if you want you can go ahead and you can just simply add these aws account google cloud you know uh, platform as well gcp and all 
right this both you can add here so you can go to the add environment imagine web services google cloud platform github devops all these connectors are going to be in here right so this is the your second thing that you can have over here now with this thing i am not going to add any of these environment and you can get the whole your secure score over here so this is going to be the secure score so it will be telling you that where you know and even there is going to be the sum of the recommendation that it can provide us that is going to be you know to help you with the different settings now in the attack path internet expose vm are high severity you know has high severity vulnerability which environment what path risk begin everything it is giving me as a detail over here so i will go back to the recommendation page you are going to have this encrypting the data and this is going to be the here you know some of the part now in here what we are going to do is this was the recommendation on the security posture that what we were dealing with we can go back onto the overview page even defender has something like you know your regulatory compliances over there so i have applied some policy which is checking my whole infrastructure against some regulatory compliances like cloud security you know this is the default cloud security benchmark even i have applied something like nist 800 your 53 r4 over there in this particular one what is happening NIST is also applied. So you can check my directory compliance with how compliant I am according to any of the your uh, benchmarks. So two is only applied. I can add more as well if I want to. So this is cross security benchmark. Where I am lacking, you will be seeing these cross sites. I can drop it down and get more detail. So some of the part has been compliant. Some of the part under the network security is non-compliant over there. Right? So this is going to be the one thing the insured domain name is security and you can just go you know get these control details get more details over here why it is there how we can you know what my action can improve this thing you know what action i should be taking microsoft action that it will be taking so this is going to be the you know whole detail that how you can become 100 percent compliant if you want to right so it is giving you that action as well even it can give you the option to protect your workloads as well so security posture regulatory compliances things like your workload protection you can have that as well so you can check that you know there are different different workload app service keyword and number of things are going to be in there now you can have things like this you know you have the you can enable your just-in-time access file integrity monitoring network mapping iot security container security uh, vulnerability assessment and vulnerability assessment on sql server uh, this is a bit of the visual issue with my you know uh, particular system over here you know i'm not getting this whole view at once so this is the enabling the you know vulnerability assessment on sql server vulnerability assessment on virtual machine you can perform va on these machines as well so a lot of options uh, this microsoft defender cloud is giving you for the monitoring purpose to anyone right this is one of the your tool which can help you and now okay i think i just generate some simple security alerts as well if you will notice there are 43 security alerts also that is going on so you can select that page and in there what you can have is you can understand 
that whether or not this is going to work out so if you will see suspicious what is this one saying one alert suspicious wordpress theme uh, your invocation you know uh, invocation detected so you can read about this you can click on something like view full detail or you can go to the take action part over here right like here second one phishing content hosted on the azure web apps so you can go in there when it happened sample web app what was affected you can click on you know which part of the miter framework it will be you know mapped so you can go with that as well now if you want you can go with that as well or you know we can go ahead uh we can have something like take action button we can have full details as well whatever you like you can have that over there right so sample azure app what is happening with them alert detail take action details of it which was affected which is so far affected so your security alert will be telling you so somewhere will be the like this one potential sql injection attack right so it will be also telling you that there could be the your uh, particular sql injection attack that is going to be in there yeah uh what we'll say we have a resource based kind of a, you know uh, on prem where you have to manually install on the system you require a storage device so till now we were having your sim in the your uh, places like you know uh, organization on premises itself now when we are talking about the microsoft what they did they changed the game by deploying the cloud so in the cloud based your sim tool right so what we start having we start having the cloud based your sim tool now microsoft sentinel is one of them okay when we are talking about this particular uh, microsoft sentinel tool so it is not only a sim tool it is sim and so tool both over here now with this one when we are talking about the your uh, microsoft sentinel it it is sim and a sore which is your security orchestration and automation response solution as well which will provide us security analytics and threat intelligence across the whole enterprise itself so a sim what it generally do it aggregate all the security data from your uh, you know uh, many different sources like it could be your on-prem or your azure deployed resources not only the like virtual machine or servers no also from your web apps your databases your server from every place possible it is going to be going to collect the resources over here now this here as you can see in this place it has the four things like collect detect investigate and then respond four phases over here now as you know this microsoft sentinel this first of all collect cloud data at a scale so collect means uh, through through across the user what users are doing what devices are doing what your different application are doing what in your infrastructure is happening either it is on the on premise or cloud it will collect so security you know in if you're familiar with the sim tool how they work they usually collect the logs right so they start collecting the logs over there when they start collecting the logs with the logs what is happening 
you will have the insight what is happening in your organization over here. Now, when we are talking about this whole scenario, uh, that you know, uh, so when we talk about this, first you collect it. Once you have logs with you, then you can analyze those logs and you can detect any suspicious activity that might be going on. So you detect previously undetected threat. You try to minimize the false positive using the Microsoft's analytics and threat intelligence tools over there. You try to identify which event could be a threat. Then if you examine or find any suspicious activity, then you will start investigating that particular threat with the, you know, with the artificial intelligence. You can examine some suspicious activity at a scale. You can get the, you know, experience from the uh, Microsoft itself. So Microsoft is working in the field for a very long time. So it will be helping out with their information, their knowledge, but and how we can, uh, you know, work over here. So when we talk about this uh, part over here, and this particular scenario, what is happening? You collect, you detect, and then you start investigating it. Now you find that this threat was actually the real. Now you will be responding to it. There, when you start responding to it, and this is the part where you got the, you know, when you start responding to it, this is where automation kicks in. Now you can connect different type of the data sources to yourself, like. You can connect Microsoft solution like 365, Defender app, like Defender for IoT, Defender for Cloud app. You can add, you know, add your as you active directory over there. You can connect, you know, third party apps as well, like Cisco ASA and all, right? And once you connect all those things, even you can connect AWS, AWS Cloud Trail, Citrix solution. First of all, Microsoft solutions all are connectable over there, right? like Microsoft Threat Protection Solution, 365 Souls, Azure Active Directory, Defender for Fire, you know, uh, Defender, Firewall, all these things you can connect over there. You can connect other services as well, like, you know, apart from the Microsoft services, like uh, you can go with the something like Azure Active Directory, Windows, uh, sorry, your AWS Cloud Trail, Citrix, Sophos, I've been showing you in the page as well, right? Uh, VMware, Carbon Black, Okta, SSO, those things. And even you can connect some industry stat, you know, standard data sources as well. Like you can use the Ceph format, syslog, right? From there also through the REST API, you can collect log as well. So all these things are going to be in there, okay? Now, when we are talking about all these scenarios over here, when you're connecting with the data source, you connect it and then you will start detecting the threats. So how it is working? So first, let me show you the collect phase, right? So uh, actually, you I think you guys are having a lucky day because in the morning itself, I was working on the you know particular Sentinel workspace. Okay, so there was uh, you know one session going on of mine where I was actually working on the Sentinel. So I have deployed it, right? So if you will be seeing over here, okay, I was giving some demonstration. So connect here, you will be having the multiple different, different data connectors over here. So in the data connectors, you can see 127 data connectors, right? Now, here, if you will see AI, LCID, AWS, Apache Tomcat, Aruba, 
your azure activity dos protection firewall key vault you know kubernetes services sql databases storage account barracuda blackberry checkpoint cisco cisco power mercury cisco usc cisco umbrella citrix you know cogni cyberarc dns you know f5 forcepoint dlp elusive juniper you know microsoft 365 defender defender for cloud microsoft products you can see sap microsoft sentinel for sap uh, morphic utdp net spokes nsgs nx log all the things are going to be in there right all these solutions that are the part here syslogs taxi and number of connector you can see over here right we have a number of different different connectors over here which is working right now now you know this is the something the data connector so this is the part which we were talking about the collect so through these kind of the connectors you are collecting the logs now you can detect the threats now to detect the threats there is going to be the your rules that will be here written in the analytics tool so built-in tools is going to be in there you can go to rule template you can see all the different rules pre-written over here which will you know which is from there microsoft has the experience so their security team they have written the rules for you to work with the different connector and you can detect the threat on in real time that is happening on your organization now if i will go to the overview page i'm sure that there is you know uh, okay new overview or old okay let me just go with the old one old is much better i'm comfortable with the old overview you can see events and alert over time so right now no alerts are in there right so these machines are going and if there will be any alert then they would have populated this incident page now once this would be there you would have gone ahead and start investigating them right if you wanted the more visualization onto the logs you will be having things like the workbook going on for you right if you want to perform hunting so it will let you do the threat hunting as well over here right so these things are going to be the part what it can do over here just an overview this is just a cloud-based sim solution even you can perform automation as well you can add your playbooks you know over here and you know do the automation of the resources that is going to be in there right so this is something that you will be doing over here you know of the sentinel it is cloud-based sim tool which we can use over here right this is the one another solution that what we are having over here okay for the security now <clears throat> these are the two of the tool which is going to be the costly solution usually defender for cloud you have to subscribe and you have to pay for it okay same sentinel because it will be storing the logs working with them analyzing them this is also going to give you a pretty good amount of the cost which is going to be with this one as well right both are going to be in there so you can check their documentations uh their pricing page what is the you know microsoft sentinel it is a sim security information and event management tool with that it is also security orchestration automation and response tool as well right so what it do collect detect investigate respond collect data how like this create interactive reports connection threats alert how it will detect 
how it, you can automate things everything will be here yeah? idea regarding the your sentinel over here so you can do all these things with the your sentinel itself so both are bit costly things now this is the overview part from the security tools now we will be looking into the some of the very basic things that goes around in the for the security purpose in the azure itself okay now let's move ahead from here and talk about let's say that you generate some key okay now you want to protect that key okay now what we will be talking about this bam yes these kind of a thing now azure what is just like a password manager azure gives a solution to you and that is going to be the your key vault right so it is to store manage your secret by using the your key vault itself now key vault it is going to be a centralized cloud service for storing your applications or virtual machine secrets your password right at a single or central location it can store your different different sensitive information and it can provide you access control and logging capabilities over here so it can you know do all the things what it can do is first it can manage your secrets so it can you know you can use the key vault to store your password you know secrets are what your password like your token password certificate api keys these kind of secret second you can manage your encryption key okay means either you can import your you know uh, key over here or what else you can do is you know uh, first is that that you can go ahead you can you know uh, have your key over here it, or you can generate a new key onto the key vault itself second is the key management that's what it can do third thing certificate management okay so certificate is key vault it help you to go ahead create manage and deploy your public and private you know ssl tls certificate as well for your azure resource and even for your internal resource as well so if you have already have certificate you want to generate it both option you will be finding on the key vault same for the key as well you want you already have it or you want to generate it both option will be there and even if you have heard about the hardware security module like tails like and cipher we have so if you want to go ahead and want to generate a key or store a key into the hsm what you are going to have is you will be having the option of your premium tier into the key vault which will allow you to generate or manage your key with the your hsm hardware security module over there right so it is a centralized application or storage for your secret keys and everything so if you want to distribute control the distribution of the keys your secrets you can have that with the your key vault you can safeguard your resources or your secret from accidental leave uh, leak as well right and you can do what you can define who should be having access to this who should not be having access to this you can you know simply tell and you know integrate this with the other other azure services like you know i'm having a disk i want to integrate a uh, you know i want to perform the encryption of my disk so i can do that with the your same evolt again 
right i can go ahead with the key vault and i can simply generate the your uh, you know let's say the disk that i want to integrate i can use bitlocker integrate it and store that bitlocker key into the key vault or in the sql database i want to encrypt my database any particular field i can store that key over here in the key vault right so these all options are going to be in there with your azure key vault at any particular time right so how to create this thing uh, although i will be having a particular uh, if i would say if i will go to the home here i'm 100% sure that i'm going to have a key vault service if not i can create one as well right you know i can search for the key vault as well directly I should be having one key vault like this one right so you will see there is going to be this something like a keys the secrets and no secrets are available keys one key that i was using to encrypt the sql database that is there and certificate and everyone is having the option like generate and import right these are the places where i can keep my secrets safe now how to work with this one uh, da, da, da. okay let me just show you how to create a key vault okay so you can go to home click on this search for the key vault okay i'm not going to explain a lot of thing over there that what is this feature because then it will be taking a bit of a time i'm just showing you that key vault is a service which you can create and store it for a you know store your resources over there now in here i'm entering the name cloud expert master class you know and kiwi for the key vault in one specific region i'm creating it when you choose premium tier then you will be getting the hsm bagged key for yourself now you will go ahead you can define the soft date feature should be for like 14 days i'm keeping the default disabling the purge option over here access policy leave it as it is to you on the keys on the secret you have been given the permission if you want to see the permission section you can check it click on edit so on the keys what permission you have get list update you don't have permission on encrypt decrypt same on the secret on the certificate which permission you have leave things default over here go on to the next networking allow you know access from everywhere right now next go to tag and then simply the review and create and this is how you will be creating a resource i'm not going to click on create why because then a resource will be created and i will be end up paying for that so i don't want that to happen so just simply this is how you will be creating a key vault and how that key vault will look like this will look something like this where if you want to go and generate a key or work with it you can click on this i can generate a key which is working with the either rsa key size i can select and i can generate a key over here right or i can import if i already have a key somewhere i can import it and store it over here right keys the secrets and the certificate all we can have this over here you know totally safe and secure over here in this particular part right so this is the one another thing that what we are going to have over here now 
one thing so you know moving ahead again i will be coming towards the end like we were leaving at the energy yesterday so we'll be reaching to that particular point now before that what we will be talking about there is a you know uh, one particular concept of the you know defense in depth so we'll be talking about that as well but before that you know uh, you, if someone wants to go ahead and talk about that you can have that as well now again remember in the cloud I will emphasize on one thing again that security is always going to be the your shared responsibility right so if you'll be looking the same chart that we have discussed earlier on so it more in depth if you will look into this thing between customer and the cloud service provider it will be shared responsibilities like here data governance right management client endpoint account and access management these three things either it is is pass or sas always customer's responsibility now physical host physical network physical data center this is always the responsibility of your cloud service provider now operating system it changes like in is customer responsibility rest microsoft responsibility network control you will see is customer rest here in the past both will be responsible a bit right as a user in past service i can also create it you can also microsoft will also have a bit of a say over there the same goes for application and the your identity and directory part okay rest in the sas it is being handled application network control handled by microsoft rest here you can see is kind of the shared you know, both have the say in it you know depending on which kind of pass or sas you are using over there it is depending on that that after this what we will do is going to be the here uh, okay so we have done this thing now what we will do is next thing that what we will discuss is you know we have to take our responsibility seriously so then there if you remember we were having the network security group so yesterday i set up and you know a rule over there so if you guys remember it like rather than giving you this theory over here if i will take you to back to the your you know virtual machine itself this was the virtual machine if i will copy this link and you know so i think this is the nginx server which we were hosting right so this is the nginx server that we were hosting now earlier it was not reachable so what i did in the your cloud mc over here so if you will see under the networking when i was showing you the diagram i was telling you that network security group with this name was attached to my network interface it is going to have inbound and outbound rule so there is going to be the first of all it is going to define with the priority right so priority would be defined between 100 to 65,500 and lesser the number, the higher the priority going to be in there. So 100 is going to have the highest priority. Okay. Now with this, we created a rule like this, which is saying that source right now I have selected any source means from where my traffic is originating. So anywhere in the world it is originating the user like say that there are two things like you know i am sitting here i want to access a web app which is in this particular virtual machine over here so if i want to use this right 
this source i want to use this so let's say traffic is generated from me right from my laptop so it will be reaching to the destination destination also i have kept any i am allowing which service action is i am allowing traffic of http so here i can control the source like i can make it accessible that i can specifically say that if this traffic is originating from this ip address and that ip address belong to the rishabh's laptop okay then in that particular scenario what we are going to talk about that you know i will give the ip address over here i can also define from which port from rishabh's laptop this traffic should originate it but this is very hard to you know control as well but if you want you can do that kind of thing then in destination i can define the same thing a specific ip address that you know it is originating from here and want to connect to this destination only and only then this will be allowed now if i will keep uh, this as the custom i can select which port number you know you are going to allow someone to connect and which port number you are not going to allow to select itself so that is going to be the your bit of the task over there right now when we are talking about this uh, i can also select in the source like you know my ip address only or i can select some service tags like the traffic generated from virtual network load balancer from all these places and then the destination as well like service tag application security group from where you know it is just originated okay so this is going to be in here now when we are talking about this whole thing so you know these two rules i have added like for port number 80 and port number 22 i have added these rules now three rules there are by default and which you cannot even delete okay so in here when we are talking about three rules like 65,000 and these first is telling you allow vnet inbound so if you remember in vnet there are three different subnet right and a device which is in the subnet one wants to communicate with the device which is in the subnet two okay what you are going to do in that particular scenario so if i will talk about this thing okay like here so i'm having to have a virtual network okay let's say that we are going to have a vnet which is going to have the different subnet and on those different subnet there are the vms right they want to communicate so we are saying that if traffic is generated within the vnet we will allow it same you know we can have azure load balancer so if that traffic is originated from azure load balancer again we are going to allow that as well right so two things that is allowed apart from that everything else we are denying over here do not give anything else the access so one by one based on the protocol that you are using you can define as well that protocol port source destination that you know what is going to be allowed and what is not going to be allowed anymore right so like here i can select that right now of a set of http a custom port a port number 80 any protocol tcp udp icmp allow or block i can select any i can give priority over here and click on save i can edit this rule 
right or i can create a new rule and add the inbound rule over here for inbound and same it goes for the outbound three default rules are there <clears throat> sorry which is saying that if your traffic is you know traveling like outbound you know within the vnet someone wants to connect from one place to another you will allow it now you will allow the internet outbound so if traffic is going to go ahead and get the access of the your internet right now again if it is you know trying to access the internet over here you will allow that traffic as well then apart from that all is going you know we are going to deny all the inbound or outbound traffic as well right so this kind of the rules are there so it is very basic packet filter firewall which can protect you against the multiple threats over there okay this is going to be in the particular part so if we talk about the nsgs right so theory will be telling you the same thing that nsg contain a set of rules that allow or deny the network traffic form and various different azure resource and virtual network so if you remember yesterday earlier it was not allowing you to go ahead and connect to the machine then i created a rule where on the port number 80 we were allowing the traffic and what it happened then you were simply going ahead and having the access to your machine itself right this is the one part now second okay so in this particular one what we are going to do uh... <laughs> right so what we have we have something like you know what it is a set inbound and outbound rule to filter source and destination ip address based on destinations ip address ports and protocol you can set the rules then you can add multiple rules right you know and you know because we have the limit how many rules you can create you can keep adding the multiple rules you can apply default baseline and security rule to the any new nsg and you can override default rule with the higher priority rule like there was three rules right default rule if on top of that i create a rule with the you know priority of thousand and say deny all rules right i go with this and i say deny everything right then what will happen this is going to be in there right so this is something a very simplest thing or use of the energy very simple kind of the packet filter firewall you can think about this one right now this is a very basic one also, Azure has something inbuilt, Azure Firewall, right? Now, this is, you know, yeah, yeah, they will be calling it the firewall as a service over here, okay? So what is happening? This is going to be a stateful firewall, which is going to grant or deny the access to anyone that is going to be in there. So it can go ahead and, you know, based on the IP address, it can make the application rule, okay? and you know different net inbound rules as well just like any firewall okay sorry so yes so what we have we have the firewall as well which will be now adding the more feature over here now it has it can work with the threat intelligence okay microsoft threat intelligence it can detect if traffic is coming from some malicious ips okay some you know from the you know well-known ip which is known for spreading malware ransomware it can detect that as well so what it do, it is going to be a stateful firewall over there. 
you can apply the inbound and outbound traffic filtering rule application rule is there it is it's actually built for high availability you can deploy its different instance so that if you know one time one instance is having problem other can take over and it has the scalability like you know i was saying one goes down suddenly traffic increase it can scale as well and you can monitor and log ever over here as well right so this is going to be the one part so this is the on the networking level you will be applying it so okay so there are machines machines they are going to have you know like you know someone asked me that you know there is windows firewall okay so what is happening windows firewall you will be implementing on the devices right individually and this firewall will be working on the network level on the vnet level okay if i will show you this some you know give you the bit of the reference over here for example i go back to the portal uh, this cloud you know machine it is created on this particular virtual network over here right and in this one if you will see this is my virtual network where my two machines are if you will see uh, this is my address space with my address space there is going to be the different subnets as well three subnets so in the subnet 0 subnet 1 uh, you know two of the virtual machines have been already deployed if I will go ahead and go to the firewall section right now there is no firewall so I can click and add a new firewall into this particular uh, here machine itself now you know in this virtual network in this one I need to give it the name I'm not going to create it so I'm going to give some random name over here in the East US I'm going to create it I'm gonna go ahead and let it you know or in the Central India region for example I think my resources are in the Central India Ooh, I need to check this one out overview home uh, this machine yeah central India region right so here you will see there will be the different SKUs the storage keeping unit means different plans so basic tier you know if you will be you know you want to learn more about the capability with the premium feature what you are getting you are getting things like your TLS inspection, IDS IPS capability, URL filtering, web filtering. So you can do the TLS inspection. Okay, how it will work, this whole will be explaining to you. There is going to be the IDPS, okay, intrusion detection and prevention system. With that, you can, you know, uh, how it will be working with the private IP, it can detect the signatures as well. Okay, signature based, you know, severity based direction, different options that is going to be in there. You will have option of URL filtering with it. Web categories also you can define over here, right? And you can do the logging, inspection, and all those kind of things. So you can create the different rules over there to work with the firewall at this point. So you have different tier, basic, standard, and premium tier over here with your resources over there, right? And then you know usually what you have to do you have to actually create a firewall policy and attach to it so in the firewall policy there will be three category one will be the net access second one will be the network rule and third one will be the application rule so i can define which web application is going to allow the access which is not second is going to be like you know your uh okay so when we are talking about this second is going to be about networking just like nsg rules and third is the nat so if someone wants to go ahead, you know, it can do the port address translations as well. So if someone wants to connect to my virtual machine, so what I can do, I can make or I can give them the IP address of the firewall 
and those can try to connect on the firewall then firewall because it can detect the threat intelligence it can work with the microsoft threat intelligence now it can detect malicious ip and if it detect that this is malicious ip it will block the access if it is a genuine ip it will allow you to perform things like the rdp connection and all so this is always going to protect you from the threats itself so when we talk about the azure firewall azure firewall is a managed cloud-based network security service which is going to protect your resources in your azure virtual network so you know remember azure virtual network is very much similar to the traditional network which you know which uh, like you know is operating in your data center so it is a very fundamental building block for the your private network it will help your virtual machines to go ahead communicate with each other if you're thinking about something like hub and a spoke model it will be working with that right so azure firewall it is the stateful firewall and it can analyze and complete the context of network connection okay not only individual packet it will be checking on the traffic but whole network connection it can analyze that it has the feature of i availability and unrestricted cloud scalability as well over there right so it has you know these kind of a different features over there now this is the azure firewall apart from that you should be familiar that azure and even aws as well they are going to give you the ddos protections as well right so when we talk about the you know i think everyone is familiar with the ddos attack right distributed denial of service attack so what usually attackers they will try to do they will try to overwhelm and exhaust your application resources and making those applications slow like simply you have a website and they will start sending a lot and lot and lot of traffic over there right with that what is going to happen is you know your if you are not properly handling that traffic your application will become slow very slow right and this is going to cause a whole disturbance in the you know your application volatility people will start losing trust into your web application then they will say that okay this is of you know no better use over here and they will you know uh, your you will start having losses over the time now what is going to happen is by default azure has enabled the basic tier of ddos protection for all its resources for your platform right now is having a basic ddos protection plan enabled for it so it is by default given to you okay now when we talk about this it you know how what azure is doing azure is sanitizing the traffic any unwanted network traffic before it can reach to your service and impact its availability over there itself okay and it help you to defense against all the ddos attacks that is going to be there what ddos protection it is actually utilizing it is utilizing the microsoft's global network you know and its scale and elasticity it kind of you know what it do it is spread that traffic around the globe it has the very vast network it kind of you know spread that whole thing for you right so it will sanitize any unwanted traffic before it can reach to your network. If you will be looking into its cost, it is a very, very costly service actually. If you will be going for the standard tier, 
it can protect like your 100 ip addresses 100 public ip addresses different resources and all even your on premise as well right so it will be going ahead and protecting your resources against the ddos attacks as well that is going to be in there right now last thing we will come into the conclusion of something which you might have heard a multiple time a defense in depth concept right that there should be the different layer of security if you have any resources you should be having different different layer of security over here so you know it all started with the physical security someone has to compromise this first then your identity and access management then parameter then network then compute then application then data right your data is encrypted okay your application will be having things like the web application firewall to protect it right compute will be having the login and the git kind of the you know your protection that is going to protect them in network you are going to have the you know nsg which can be there in parameter you can have the firewalls deployed over there you know you can have azure active directory and work with that define the identity and access management and physical security is always going to be taken care by the your cloud service provider over there so by this you know you want to design a different level different kind of protection is there where you are working and protecting your resources okay and combining all these things together you will try to protect your resource so what we have talked today itself so in the today's session we have covered two things we have talked first management tool and the security services security was our focus prime you know here as well so if you remember we have discussed things like sentinel defender for cloud nsg firewalls you know key vault you know uh, these kind of the resources ddos protection which can give you the protection so all these things combined will be giving you a secure services now to deploy this you can use what management tool what i can do it from the portal i can use azure cli i can use powershell right you know all these things there is going to be here now with the powershell what else is going to be the your particular uh also json also is there which you know you can use to deploy as well uh your cloud shell as well you can use that as well all these things are going to be the part which you can use onto your resources you know you can deploy these security resources over here now what we have got to know today that using these tool i have to create an environment from the security perspective which can simply go ahead and you know make sure that i can you know perform something like your defense in depth and it can have you know, give me the permission to secure my resources at different level create the architecture like this which can help me to protect my resources over here right so this is it guys and you know i think we come to the end of the time for the day for today as well right so this is today's task what we have learned you know here is the your security and management tool and tomorrow we'll be talking about some governance risk compliance thing like simple thing tags locks these kind of a thing that is going to be in there over here 